Do you think you can handle it? Make some noise! Gossip and help us! Welcome in to Gospel Heifers, Michelle and Rochelle. My heifer, what's going on, girl? Me, you, you know in what? Life, yes. I'm extra excited though lately. I, I, I wonder why. Is there we'll new be, energy? We'll be talking about it later. <laughs> yes, we will. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into the Gospel Heifer Show, where our sponsor, One Hand Watches the Other Networking Event, that is coming next month, September 22nd at the NRG Center. If you have not gotten in on this raffle they got, now they have a raffle going for $10, okay? Mm. You can get more tickets, and this will win you possibly a Carnival Cruise. Not a Ooh. voucher, not one of those trade-in deals, an actual cruise where you can enjoy yeah. yourself, you know, just get some sun, get you a vacay. Oh! You know what? So look, if you're I interested did. in either entering the raffle or actually attending this event where you can meet great business professionals, just go to MissCatTV.com for more information. And they still have opportunities for vendors. For that information, email info at MissCatTV.com. Coming up on the show, our special guests are fellow podcasters. Mm. And we're going inside the cave. They are out of Chicago and it's mainly male dominated, but they do have one woman to sprout a little common sense amongst the gentlemen. Yeah, and she is needed. <laughs> yes, I like I like and enjoy cats yeah so we're gonna be talking to the members of the inside the cave podcast make sure you guys follow them on instagram facebook and subscribe to their podcast on itunes spotify and google play all right now it's time for conspiracy sister first a political statement if i may another idea stolen from the black man blackness confirmed you got so thank you this is conspiracy sister saving my people from the sunken place shall we have a sip of some of this black power tea before we even get started, mm. my sister started, me too. <laughs> White women in Hollywood took it over and pushed the sisters to the side. <laughs> but ain't nothing worse than having something taken from you and hijacked mm -hmm. than having a hypocrite in the front lines of the me too. Ooh. Mm. Aziara. Mm. <laughs> she has been the most vocal in Hollywood, the most active. Yeah. Always talking Harvey Weinstein taking advantage of her. And I can understand why you're upset. Have you seen Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> but here you are. Mm. You little slut. <laughs> taking advantage of cheerings that you played they mama in a movie. Ooh. Now, let us say this. That she, she took the boy behind the scenes, slammed her down on the bed, and forced special treatment. <laughs> Normally, you don't have to force special treatment for a man. <laughs> really Nor do you have to pay $400,000 to make him shut up about it. Normally, you're the one getting that money. <laughs> but it just takes a lot of nerve to be sitting here talking, and here you are actually committing a pedophile molestation. Mm. Mm -hmm. I need you to have several seats. You need to be charged and shamed and drugged as you did your pedophile. <laughs> Now, the lesson here today is if you have know you are wrong, mm -hmm. shut the hell up. <laughs> you don't need to be in the forefront <laughs> talking about how much you don't like sexual predators. That's just like me talking about I can't stand folks that sell weed. <laughs> what a hypocrite. <laughs> now, all that you have done is made Harvey Weinstein lawyer chuckle and say, hmm. <laughs> Look, that's all conspiracy sister got to say. Is just shut up if you're wrong. 
Don't be out there raising all kind of hell and you doing the same thing, and especially to a minor. Mm. Conspiracy sister out. Conspiracy sister could not have broken that down any better. When you see somebody that's supposed to be leading the cause, and then you got a shady past sleeping with underage boys. You you can't you can't be talking trash. (sighs) That's when I mean, you know, when you know you were stolen underage cookies. (laughs) You need to be quiet. All right, a lot to get to in politics. It has been quite a week for politics. Baby, I, I'm like doing a backstroke. Okay, and first and foremost, with everybody getting indicted, everybody's thinking that impeachment is on the way. So he did an interview, okay. of course, on Fox and Friends and said, I don't, I don't know how you can impeach somebody who's done a great job. I'll tell you what, if I ever got impeached, I think the market would crash. I think everybody would be very poor because without this thinking, uh, you would see you would see numbers that you wouldn't believe. In reverse. No, they, no. They, they, they're in this state now, though. Exactly. So it really won't make no difference. Yeah, with you gone, people may even get you know better health coverage. Exactly. More well, money. Also, going at Jeff Sessions. Now, you know, him and Jeff Sessions really have not been friendly during his administration. And Sessions is basically like, look, right now you're not in no place to talk no trash. No. Because <laughs> you are deep under the water. You need a scuba suit. <laughs> Somebody hand him a, uh, a float. But you know, Trump seems to poke at folks that could be a possible breaking point in this investigation. Yeah, he's he does. constantly taunting Mueller and Manafort. He's been indicted on eight counts. His uh, former lawyer got yeah. four counts on him. But with Cohen, Trump is saying Cohen is just singing to make a plea deal and throw him up on the bus. But where Paul Manafort really isn't saying too much and saying that, you know, if he has the power, he's going to pardon Manafort. Manafort, let me tell you something. Manafort is being quiet for a reason. <laughs> it is not because of the U.S. government. Nor you, Trump. Mm-mm. It's Russia. Okay. Have y'all seen the ending of Train a Day? Yeah, that's what he's trying to avoid. <laughs> now, Trump is denying this new report supposedly about Obama getting his security clearance revoked. Yeah, there were stories going around that Trump was playing around with that, but he says it's all lies. I would not put it you know past what, him. I, you know what, what happened? He tried it, mm-hmm. he couldn't do it, mm-hmm. and now it's a lie. Right, so yeah. it's fake news. Yeah, of I, doubt. I, I believe he tried that. Trust me, everything that he's done with anybody who's against him, not on his team, or shows any loyalty to his dirt, he wants to make sure any power he has, he uses it and abuses it. But he's abusing his power, and he's getting himself in more trouble, because since he has fired the CIA... And he did it wrongfully with no evidence. Right. Now you're finna be investigated for instruction of justice. They're not really keen on Mueller doing this interview because they're thinking it's a perjury trap. Yeah. No, it's not a trap when you tell the truth. Okay? So you know you are going to be prone to lie. Yeah. You always he tells at least five lies a day. But you know what? If he was smart for which we know he's not. <laughs> He would have voluntarily spoke to Mueller. Mm-hmm. So now Mueller is going to subpoena you. Mm-mm. And now you're going to be under, what is the word? Oath. <laughs> this is how they got your boy, Bill. Yeah, Bill Clinton. Yes. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Okay, Bill. <laughs> All right, let's get to headline news where we have some criminals that ran over a woman as she was hanging onto a purse with $75,000. This happened out here in Houston where a woman nearly lost her life after she was run over by thieves who attempted to snatch a purse containing $75,000 in cash. And she mm. worked for the bank. So it was an inside job. Little Becky was hanging with them thugs. <laughs> and Becky decided to call the thugs and say, hey. This is what's going down. It's going down. Go get her. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. Becky's in jail. Yeah. I mean, this is pitiful. I mean, because if you see the footage where that woman was run over. Oh, she. I think she broke some ribs. Yeah. I mean, I thought she, I thought she was gone because yeah. at, after I saw that footage, I was like, oh, my God. I was no way she could survive that. But, you know, y'all going to be facing some time. Y'all are on tape. Run over a white girl. This is bad. Bad. Run over Becky, baby. <laughs> 
and health director in Flint Water Crisis is finally going to be held accountable for deaths. High-ranking official Michigan was set to go on trial for failures to stop the Flint Water Crisis. Nick Lyon, and the state's health director, was ordered that he is going to stand trial on involuntary manslaughter Me for the deaths too. of two people. And, you know, this is something I hate when we know there's a situation with the water supply. Yeah. And you guys are just constantly letting this go in. And they have neighbors. This is, Flint is not the only neighborhood like this. Okay. They have neighborhoods where they dump chemical waste and there's people living not too far by. You wonder why they come up with cancers. Yeah, well, they do this in black neighborhoods all the, the time. time. Okay. And it's always black folks. You you see on these specials with cancers and all kind of illnesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just, they don't, they don't, they don't care. care. They don't care. Nina Wilson's killing may have been prevented, lawyers say. The death of the 18-year-old Nina Wilson, who was fatally stabbed in the neck in Oakland last month. Now, matter of fact, the guy who did the stabbing, John Lee Colwell, mm-hmm. he actually was on the same commute and had almost did similar things to two other women a couple of days before Nina Wilson was killed. Oh, so this was not his first time. Right. So this was preventable. And I'm like, you see all this suspicious behavior and you got women coming to you saying this guy is threatening me. He yeah. looks suspicious and nothing's done. He's not banned from the transit. I, I don't know what the hell's going on. And white. Mm. If he'd been black, it'd have been shut down a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And a New York lawmaker wants to make calling the cops on innocent black people a hate crime. Mm-hmm. A week after a self-described supporter of Donald Trump called the police on a black uh, state senator in New York who was campaigning in the street, the lawmaker proposed a bill that would make 911 calling on innocent black people a hate crime. We've been saying this for weeks. Yes, it needs to be. It needs to be because you are wasting resources. I just saw, matter of fact, today, a Asian woman mm. calling the police on black folks. It was two black men outside her uh, place she worked. Are you serious? And they were smoking a cigarette. Money business. Money business. And she called the police and then was following them after she realized that she was being taped. Oh, you need to delete that. Half an hour no, go upside I, your head, okay? You delete nothing. <laughs> But you know, these the, what kills me is these Asian people are acting like they white. Mm. And white supremacists is effing y'all up the same way. Okay, it won't make no difference when it comes time to them burning cross rallies, okay? Okay. Changes are coming to Kroger, and it's going to be starting out in Seattle, where the nation's largest grocery chain will be free of plastic bags in all of its nearly 2,800 stores by 2025. Ooh. So they're going to be, you know, abolishing all bags because all these environmental stories I'm seeing, yeah. it's mainly stuff that could be prevented. And with plastic straws and plastic bags. Well, it, the, the straw number is, you know, uh, the calculation is a little off with the straws. A nine-year-old came up with that. Mm-hmm. But hey, we got Trump in office, so <laughs> that's about right. But anyway... <laughs> But, you know, back in our day, you know, we used to use paper bags. Right, exactly. Paper bags, you know, they don't take as long to dissolve. Yes. Um, they're not as harmful. They could be recycled as well. And plastic can too. But plastic bags, I do not think the recycling companies take that. No. I could be wrong. It's just an environmental friendly way that Kroger is doing for the community. Well, hey, I applaud you because I know when I don't, if I'm not spending a lot or I don't have a whole lot to carry, mm-hmm. keep your plastic bag, baby. Yes. Look, let's go to a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Gospel Delta Show. The gossip is happening. We don't gossip. We just pass along news. Put them up. Put them up. The gossip is happening. I'm going to have a BF. Oh, my God. She's going to have a bitch fit. Oh, no, no, no. D- don't have a, 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 a BF. You are in big trouble. All right, therapy time with the BS segment. The gospel heifers are back, and we want to bring some things to people's attention when people are working on themselves and they're working on their come up. You know, you may reach out to certain individuals on your way with your come up. Yeah, on the way. 
Repeat. On the way, way up. up. Okay? So when somebody sees you consistently hardworking and you're just trying to reach out and network and they get this little snobbish attitude like they're above you and, oh, if you're going to talk to me, it's going to cost you this much money. Well, no. And I'm like, hold up. I was just trying to connect with you. I'm not trying to sit up exactly. here and ask you for your services for free. I mean, people are really getting twisted. So with this film project we have coming up, people have been coming out the woodworks. Like roaches with the lights on. And I promise you, I got a couple of reach outs and I'm like, okay, I remember these individuals when we first got started and I was just trying to connect with them, like I yeah. said, and they would just blow me off. Mm. And all of a sudden now there's a major project on the table. Oh, hi, how are you doing? Yeah. Oh my God. You do know the kind of profession I have in this industry. I yes. would really like to be part of this production. I remember talking to you. You like, oh, excuse me. The wind is blowing. I'm in Beverly Hills. <laughs> Half of who cares? <laughs> So I'm like, okay, because our girl who's doing this upcoming movie, uh, Screwed Up Christmas with ESG, um, she's been having a similar situation. Yeah. And I, I promise you, when we had these conversations and all these people we tried to be down with back in the day, yeah. and all of a sudden they see this major project coming up, they want to be all in your face. Uh, girl. It's just, you know, it's transparent to me. And I wish people would understand, see, if you think we were thirsty heifers, <laughs> which, we which we are not. not. Okay. I am not parched whatsoever, ho. We see very clearly. When people see you trying to come up and like I said, they think they don't have the time for you that whatever you're trying to do is not worthy of their time. And all of a sudden when something major comes along, everybody just seems to conveniently have a time to pop up and reach out yeah, to you. Can, can I be friends with you? Hell no. no go away. I, I, look, this is the moral of the story. The way you treat people, regardless where they're in life, yeah. you never know where that person might be in another year, another two years. But you know, this is the same with that you never dog people. You mm -hmm. never know, you know, while you climbing up and you talk, you look at the little man like, get out of my way. Good peasant. You don't never know where that peasant going to be in a couple of years. Thank you very much. And, and, you know, I love, you know, seeing this thing. It's like, you know, you said on the uh, couple episodes ago, it's like instant karma. <laughs> it really is. But, you know, that's just like, you know, I had a half I used to work with and I could not stand her because she was such a extra capital B. Mm. that's just like the half I would you know they wanted us to um, do a book for her husband and I used right. to work with her for a long time ago right and she was just always extra hateful and jealous yes yes and I'm like do you really think I'm gonna do something for girl, you girl I did not girl, forget bye. okay I did not forget that you was treating me like crap a, a I, moment ago you'll never forget <laughs> I don't never forget girl I'm like an elephant <laughs> So, folks, please watch how you treat people because you never know where they may be yet in the future. Yes. All right, let's get to it. Time for Word on the Street. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Word on the Street. Just listen to this. Give it some Come on, Heather. Tell me what's on them streets. Mm-hmm. We're on the streets this week, number one. So with Aretha Franklin recently passing, they are making plans for her funeral, and there are going to be a lot of celebrities going to be performing at this funeral. Well, just don't let it be Madonna. <laughs> Madonna. You know, when I say Madonna, piss everybody all the way off. Uh, we're going to get to that. Okay. But the funeral service, number one, if you're going to be a performer there, you're going to have to pay your own uh, hotel and airline, which I, I don't blame them. This is yeah. not a charity. This is not a concert. No. We, this we, is we're mourning and trying to pay tribute to a legend. There you go. Okay. So either you want to show up and represent or you don't. So they only got like three minutes to perform and they got a long list. So we're going to see how that goes. But the thing about this situation also is that she did not leave a will. 
girl, I know. I, I, you know, I hate that Aretha didn't do it, but you know, you know, she is a good old Southern girl. They probably didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm also thinking, did you have lawyers or anyone telling you that you should do this? Because this is gonna be a mess. It's gonna be a mess. I hope it doesn't, you know, get too over the top. But over the top, matter of fact, Madonna at the uh, VMAs, I got confused because she came out there and I don't know what the hell she was wearing. Number one, <laughs> and number two, they had this big picture of Aretha in the background, and she started talking about how Aretha influenced her. But she went through this long six minutes six minutes talking about herself herself and didn't bring aretha back up and that's how she influenced me don't nobody care uh look now that she's saying it wasn't a tribute but even if it wasn't you guys had to have a flashback when she did a prince tribute yeah but you know that's the thing she jacked up the prince tribute so why did y'all call her for aretha? that's why i'm like y'all have evidence on the first jack up why are we doing this again and why we didn't call somebody black right that was maybe 10 years younger or something that could really where was beyonce girl <laughs> shut your mouth you said a math fool right there. <laughs> Where was Beyonce? We should have had Fantasia. Yeah, we should have. Then that yeah. would have been a tribute. Yes. Okay. Somebody could put some speck on Aretha's name. Yeah, and I was like, look, y'all stop calling Madonna. If y'all gonna honor her, do it backstage because she take too long to get to the point. I like the highlights. Okay. And I don't. And Madonna, Madonna didn't do too much to be honored. <laughs> Besides be a slut. Not what? No, she's been in the industry for years. I know this. And I mean, I was. I, I'm still a Madonna fan. I like some but Madonna I, stuff, but she ain't big like that. Well, yeah, you ain't no fan fan. Right? Exactly. You, okay. you put Pat of the Bale up there. Right. <laughs> you know, somebody go, hey. <laughs> you know, that. that's what I'm talking about. All right, Tiffany Hash has just signed a deal with Netflix for a new stand-up special. The comedian oh, and actress Tiffany. is set to premiere a brand new one-hour stand-up special on Netflix, according to Variety, and she'll record the special early in 2019. Um, this is fabulous because um, I'm always loving her come up. I am, but I, I, but I wasn't loving that dress she just Girl, wore. stop reading my mind. Girl, that dress was a polka dot? What was it? Black I'm like, white? did she go to the Goodwill for that dress? I would have rather for her to use wear that white dress that she said she was not going to stop wearing. If she hired a stylist for that night they need to be fired fired okay that was hideous I'm just, I'm, I love you Tiffany but that dress was hideous yeah, go talk to Michelle Obama and find out who she was using and Nicki Minaj really has been losing her mind last couple Girl. of weeks you know she just dropped a new album her album came in at number two. Boom. And she still found a reason to complain. Now, first of all, Travis Scott came in first for uh, sales. Okay. And, you know, his baby mama, Kylie Jenner. And Kylie was, you know, supporting her man. She was like, hey, look. Of course she's come supposed out, to. Meet me and Travis. Come see the baby. And we out there. So she was like, well, he, Travis sold merchandise and, and had Kylie, you know, co-sign him. Okay. Okay. That's his baby's mother. Why didn't you come out with your own line of wigs? Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, sh- girl, because I was saying, because I... Besides her <laughs> album being trash, that outfit was trash. What the hell? Girl, it looked like uh, concrete stacked on concrete. Yo, look, ESG's put it on his Instagram account. He said like a wet bag of semen. I about mm-hmm. died, okay? She need to be doing what Kate Michelle doing, getting some of that taken out. That, you know what? That's when enhancements go too far and when you always have the need to show it. Yeah. I'm like, baby, you're gimmicking. You're not really, you know. That's all she is. You are gimmicking. I mean, I think Little Kim had her risque moments. But then again, all that originated from Little Kim. And Little Kim never had that type of look. Little Kim didn't really start doing all that extra plastic surgery and butt jobs until after the fact. Right. So Little Kim got her come up off of her talent. Talent, exactly. Exactly. But, you know, beside her going off, she compared herself to Harriet Tubman. You know, what? Well, that, that was beyond disrespectful. Do you understand what... <sighs> I, you know, I'm, and, I'm and lost I wouldn't words. follow that hair for nowhere. Right. I, <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. Unless you're going to Dr. Miami to get that shit fixed. But I'm not, girl, I'm not following her there because I saw, I see what a butt look like. <laughs> that is some dangerous crap. It's scary. 
Her butt look like a bag of rocks. Oh my God. That's her attitude sucks. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And so does your album. Anyway. I said it. Jermaine Jackson, 63, is set to marry his 23-year-old girlfriend. Now, first of all, that's you know, that's she's gonna get worms. She's going to get worms. She's gonna have to get a technic shot, something from dealing with this plastic gonna, head food. I was gonna say it's gonna be helmet worms. <laughs> helmet worms. <laughs> that plastic head it reminds me of the old cartoon that Kevin used to watch every time I see him. Oh my Lazy God. Lazy Town. Lazy Town. That's yes. exactly what it is. Everybody had helmets. But I saw a picture of her. She is a very attractive very woman. Very attractive woman. And I'm like, girl, what are you doing? Money. It's got to be. It's got to be. But, I, you know, I don't think he, I, I don't know. Maybe he do, maybe don't. Did he share a wife with his brother Randy? Yes, they did. See, this, that. And I saw him on, they had a reality show. And I'm like, boy, you got the biggest <laughs> female <laughs> nips. <laughs> a little Manchester. <laughs> he had the man press going on bad. <laughs> And a nasty attitude. So. Yeah, yeah, he's very real snooty acting. I, you he's know, very I'm like, dog. I don't know why you have this attitude about yourself. I don't know why that pretty young girl for the marry him though. But hey, whatever the case may be, I'm just going to be on the sideline watching and see what happens. And Lisa Ray McCoy. Mm-hmm. Now you know she got engaged, and now only after a month it's been called off. The same one that was married to the prince. Yeah, um, the brat's sister. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> Cause I'm saying she married some prince and everybody in that town did not like her. Oh yeah, she had a hard time with that. And marriage. I do remember running into her at the um, mall. Mm-hmm. You were, we were all there, right? She was not polite. No, 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 not at all. She was like peasants move. <laughs> and I was one that didn't care, right? Because like, I, I walked like, oh yeah, Lisa Ray. Okay, bye. Okay. <laughs> Let me work my way through college in this film. There's going to be a reboot happening real soon. You know the classic of Bewitched back in the day? Yeah, she yeah. was doing a little nose. Doing nose and twinkling. Well, we have a new reboot coming, possibly with a black lead. What? Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> but the funny part about it, I was just thinking in my own mind, it, what if she start, you know, pulling out that voodoo on somebody? <laughs> yes, yeah, the voodoo be good. <laughs> or maybe instead of twerking her nose, she twerk her booty. <laughs> You know, she didn't, she looked back at the booty and started twerking, and how was happening? Why did I put that in your hands? I have no idea. I should have mm. known it was not going to go right. But it's <laughs> <laughs> your fault. And I used okay. to love that when I was a kid. I used to like Bewitched and um, I Dream a Genie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to see a black genie. That girl? Ooh. <laughs> you talking about voodoo. <laughs> that voodoo that you do. <laughs> So I'm very interested to see how the new twist is going to take place with a black lead. I mean, that's something I'm... Is she going to be able to, like, twitch her nose and change up her lace front? (laughs) You know, twitch my nose, my eyelashes grow. (laughs) Why? Why do you do this every time? (laughs) It's just too easy. They make it too easy. Well, Simone Biles, you know that she recently had an epic comeback, and she actually had the comeback in the reference of having a salute to sexual abuse survivors. Mm. You know she was one of the survivors of Larry Nassar, and she mm. wanted to acknowledge of sexual abuse victims by wearing teal during okay. her performance. Teal. Yeah, exactly. And she is um, almost still 21, won another title with the U.S. Gymnastics Championships at the TD uh, uh, Garden in Boston. The achievement made her the first woman to win five U.S. Women's Gymnastic Championships all-around titles. So she just wore that color in reference to sexual abuse survivors. And mm-hmm. after coming through that, you know, massacre with that last situation with Lane Massar, the doctor that was charged, yeah, oh, freak. Yes. I, you know, I wish they would have just gave him to somebody's daddy <laughs> and gave them salt and lemon <laughs> to heal his wounds. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go to a break. Don't go anywhere. It's a gospel heifer show. What up? This comedian Marcus D. Wiley. And you already know what I'm doing. I'm listening to the gossiping heifers. Heifers! Hey, the Gospel Heifers are back, and we have very special guests. And I say guests when we're talking about going to the cave. Ooh. <laughs> you like the cave, don't you? The cave is burly <laughs> and warm. We are talking to Inside the Cave podcast, mostly male-dominated, but it also has the wisdom of a woman. You got to. Okay, let's talk. balancing out. Let's talk to the crew. What's going on, guys? Hey, 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 what's up, Hello, everybody. Hi. What's going on? What's going on? Now, how many officially are on the podcast altogether? Huh. Like, maybe 10, but on a good show, we look if we get five, five or six to show up. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. But yeah, officially, man. like, 10 of us. Ten, nine or 10 of us. Nine yeah, or 10. Ain't none of us on, ain't none of us on the payroll. <laughs> We kind of, we kind of like Wu-Tang. I ain't got a, I ain't got a W-2 yet. You feel me? I've been waiting for years. I ain't I got, got a I W-2 got, yet. Got seven pink slips. I ain't got not one chick. No pink slips. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, out of all the, all the personalities that are involved with your show, man, I, like I said, we've listened to a couple episodes, and I mean, it's just, like I said, you don't know what's coming from where yeah. because everybody got a different personality. How do you think that benefits your podcast? Uh, this is okay. Well, I can, you who want to answer? I, I can answer. This this slide, this slide for me, I think it just it's a a, a good melting pot of of probably what's going on in everybody's house or family, and you get a different perspective of of water cooler talk maybe from work. So you you get it from all angles, you know, from married, non-married, single, bachelor, players, hustlers. You get a, you get a little bit of everything from us. Well, me being the the quote unquote official leader. Oh, the These people needed someone like me to keep them in line, <laughs> to give them order, give them direction. So all their personalities come together because of me. I'm the important part. I'm the important piece of this puzzle. If it wasn't for me, they so wouldn't basically, he just gonna together. start to show out with a bunch of lies. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. But I want I want to ask Kat, like. for her being the I, only I, woman. How I mean, how does it make you feel? You know, in the beginning. In the beginning, it was difficult. I had to figure out my my place because I do have kind of a, uh, an aggressive nature in a sense. And, you know, I really, I like having smart conversations. I don't like arguments. I like educated conversations. Yeah. And so it took me a little while to dumb myself down sometimes <laughs> to deal with some of the tomfoolery. Let me tell your listeners, don't believe the hype. It's not as if this has been uh, a secret. You know, we have chat voice gets muted very often. I get I get shut down so much mm-hmm. with these guys. So I've had to learn to humble me and be okay with some other, you know, opposing views. And then I you also have to humble yeah, me. Yeah, because yeah. shut up because I'm about to compliment you. <laughs> Sometimes they do say something uh-huh. that really makes a lot of great sense, and I'm so glad that these men's voices are being heard by people okay. making the statements that they are. So it's always a surprise with them, you know. Oh yeah, you never know. And in all fairness to Cat, we whenever whenever someone is misbehaved on our show, we actually take them to big dog court, Ooh. where we actually had a judge. Big and if anybody court. ever mistreated Cat, we had it done twice. 
they actually went to court and judge. But do you hear yeah. that we had to have a court show? We had to two <laughs> separate occasions. They didn't learn the first time. Uh, we like, had two separate court shows. Oh my God, y'all! Y'all literally did a court show for, for because the they get disrespectful. I didn't yeah. even ask for it either. I didn't. I didn't request the counsel, but they appointed me one. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I got, he got thrown out. Mine got thrown out. <laughs> okay, so you good. That's a good way to kind of resolve conflict and bring some entertainment to the audience, at least. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. But, I mean, you know, men, you know, if it's being one woman with all those male voices, it's easy to get drowned out. Well, oh, we, we do a good job of paying cat the, the proper respect. You know, it's almost like if you listen, if you go on The View, if you watch The View, there's like four there's four ladies with one view, and then you had a conservative lady. So that's how we look at Inside the Cave. We got five <laughs> dominant guys, and we bring in a lady. There and you she's go. mostly like a plant, but, you know, we, 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 use, it, we use it for our events. <sighs> true. That's true. Not, and, not and, the brat, a brat. And to be fair to Kat, she's only right when she's cooking, like, when she's cooking, like, fried chicken or something. <laughs> or oh, y'all want some. We record in the evening, and bless my soul, I I like to cook for my family. Ain't no McDonald's in here, so they catch me at dinner time every recording. Well, at least, well, there you go, black men. They are still black women that like to cook. <laughs> okay. Nightly, nightly. Hey, I do want to say, can I can I compliment y'all though? Uh, the gossip and heifers. Yeah. Always. I used to be in the, I used to be on the in the music business, and I told an artist we had a nice little budget before, and we would get like a bunch of artists to come on and do projects with him. And I said, hey man, that's cool that we able to to get artists to come on our platform. Mm -hmm. But the biggest compliment is when that artist say, hey, I want you to do a song with me, and right. that's what y'all did to us by asking us oh. to come on y'all platform yeah. i mean hey we for we forever in debt we really appreciate this and like i said when you were on our on our show you two ladies are hilarious <laughs> thank you <laughs> well, oh i thought cat was the funniest woman in the world till i heard y'all see is that it's that it's that inner heifer vibe heifer, we have yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know I mean, it's always a pleasure to de definitely reach out to our own people you know we have to do yeah. better on helping each other and putting each other on each other's platform because you got a lot of black folks who don't want to share the shine I mean do you find that guys because you guys are very a very competitive in my eyes podcast because you're always consistent with your episodes you have great uh, guests on there great content do you find it the community when you try to put somebody on your platform and you're not actually asking for any favors but if you do happen to want to get on their platform hey can you put me on one of your episodes and there's a little ad to like no i'm busy <laughs> <laughs> uh i can answer that from two different perspectives when we first started early on i don't want to clown nobody or nothing like that but when we first started early on it was a oh man can i even tell this story am i gonna get in trouble for telling this story oh well, anyway but somebody but we were starting out and they would just give us a bunch of a bunch of artists to come on the show and, they, and we were grateful because one of them actually ended up blowing up but it stopped just being like every week hey put this put this artist on your podcast interview mm -hmm. interview i'm in my late 30s and some of the guys are older than me some i'm a couple young couple years younger or whatnot but i'm way past that era in life so mm -hmm. it was real hard for me to interview a guy who came on and said his i'm a dope dealer and mm -hmm. i had to interview like like that's your that's your like you telling us you yeah yeah i don't want to be known as a card cracker or or a hustler or some or a schema or a scammer mm -hmm. 
Mm. I want to make it be known. I'm a dope dealer. When I go down, make it be known. I'm a dope dealer. So I had to find the medium for to interview him and act like I'm interested in somebody who's self-snitching. And I'm like, yeah, really? So it was like, I didn't even want to be on their platform. So like, all right, I'm forced to have you on our platform. But now I don't want to come to your video shoot. Now nah, we won't be there. So that that was one that was one scenario. If that if that answers your question. No, I mean, it, I mean it we does. had the same thing. You know, you have people that always want to get on your platform, but they know the difference between um if you're a big time person with a song coming out. Yeah, we want to put you or you something you have that's supposed to run as a commercial, and we know you're supposed to pay for a commercial, <laughs> and black folks don't want to pay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got, the, I got this BYOB <laughs> event, you know, yeah. so I want, I want to get on your show, tell everybody about it. Well, dog, there's well, a budget for that. Yeah. <laughs> look at, go, go on our webpage and look at the, our proposal and pay me my check. Now, who has right. been the craziest guest you guys have ever talked to on your show? And I, I know there's going to be more than one. Big dog, answer that. Who do you think is the craziest guest? The craziest, uh, that would have to be, um, Minister Jeff. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, yes. so, so, so oh, give us you some. Have you heard of him? <laughs> no, no, that's what I was about to ask. I'm not familiar with him, so I definitely want to hear about the experience. <laughs> well, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm break him down a little bit, then I'm gonna let Cat get in here and tell you what he's done. Minister Jap is actually someone who used to be an artist of mine back in the day, and then he ended up turning into a, a minister that that preaches on, "Oh, you women are not gonna like him." He he thinks that all the problems in the black community stem from single black mothers. So we oh, interviewed Lord. him and and this was cat like this was we popped cat cherry because it's like her third episode. Lord and him, this, I, I know that was not episode. easy for her. And yeah, he was he, he was something else. I mean he went in on on gays. He said gays are being are gays are the problem are the resort of single black mothers. He said transgenders are the are the are the resort of single black mothers. Any problem drug dealers are the result of single black mothers. He went in. And so finally we gave Kat a chance to talk and Kat, I'll let you tell the uh help us what you thought about Minister Jeff. At the time I guess I wasn't I didn't know, you know, what the hell, but I don't know if if the guys realize that it's like the just kind of stem, you know, my heart. So when I speak about like mental health, you know, everybody laughs and joke, but Jeff is upset. Jeff is angry. That's all I could come away from that conversation yeah. with. Like anybody who has self hate yeah. so much where they have nothing positive to say, they it's like they don't see the reflection in that that we see. Yeah. You know, I understand his platform and where he's coming from and his views that you're right. You know, black women are broken. I agree with you, brother. But I also don't agree with the black man condemning a black woman for being broken because you yeah. came out of a broken black woman. You know, it's exactly. like we we got to and so in, in, in retrospect and ironically, you know, I've never run into people from the show in real life. However, I've run into him a couple of times in real life. The most respectful person, he, he you know, he doesn't behave as if he believes this uh, uh, mantra of this hate, you know, how angry he is. He was very polite to me, and I really, I really do carry myself like I want respect, and so he gave it back. Mm. And we've never had an issue, but again, you know, he just, he just angry. He broke. Yeah. And it's like, brother, I'm not going to hate you because you broke. I'm going to be upset because you can't watch your mouth and understand that your brokenness is continuing a and cycle. Spread, but and you're spreading it. I kind of, I kind of feel like he gets so into character. He's one of those guys that he, he's the kind of guest that CB has to give me that look like, please be polite. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you want to, <laughs> you really don't want to offend your guests. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
No, but that's and, Michelle with me. Like, you know. I, I promise you, I was just about to bring up a story. It's similar because we had a young lady on uh, about two years ago on our live radio show. And she had a oh, very yeah. shady past on being very promiscuous. Man, and I don't like hoes. Let's just get it I don't respect a hoe and so I don't respect a home. The record. purpose of having her on the show was because she had a very major come up from what? this lifestyle to this. And when she got on the show, that's all she was talking about was her old hoe days and her mama's hoe days. <laughs> I was like, we didn't call you here for that. I don't yeah, want to. <laughs> I mean, it, it was so disgusting that the radio said she is not allowed back. <laughs> But we definitely got into a big debate because she failed to understand when I said sisterhood. And Kat, you understand about sisterhood. If you know a man is married, regardless if he's trying to come at you, you as a woman, you wouldn't want your your husband doing this. So why would you do it? Yeah. She got the cat's, the cat's corner has the most miraculous like these stories. Sometimes I do think that CB's making some of this stuff up. Like he has to be joking well, with some of the letters that we get. No, but you, well, it's sad. People are really weak-minded because, I mean, she got mad with me. Why do we accuse the woman? I didn't say we accused the woman. I said, whoa. you know, sisterhood. Going to a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with Inside the Cave on the Gospel Heifer Show. They said, no, Dave, you niggas money. That's right, bitch. That's right, bitch. That's right, bitch. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Drug. The Gospel Heifer We are back with Inside the Cave on the Gospel Heifer Show. I, I wish that I could take credit for the shit that that comes in to Inside the Cave. But, <laughs> but, but when we first started Cat's Corner, we had a we had a lawyer that you come on and give legal advice. And then one of the other hosts, Kelly, was like, "Hey, we should do something like where Cat can give advice, and then we'll give uh, the opposite or, or, or give our opinions too." And we and we said it one time, and uh, this was like when our, our, our following wasn't even that big. And then next thing you know, we started. I started getting personal personal messages, emails, and stuff like Damn. that. And I'm like, you want me to say this stuff on the show? And they're like, yeah. And then it got to the point where some people were just, it got to the worst part. And you probably, this happened in Dallas, Texas. Someone sent in a message. I forget, it was one of the first times we did it. And it was about someone else that they worked with. And they ended up having to, they called me, they take that, take that part down because they got upset about it about us talking about that on the podcast. I'm like, bullshit, I ain't taking it down now. It's already up, you know? Exactly. So, <laughs> it's on. It in. <laughs> like, people, yes, cat, people are really messed up like that. <laughs> you know what, speaking of messed up, I mean, because I know this is mainly male staffed on your podcast. Now, we got to throw a couple yeah. of questions. I know, Kat, you're going to give us the real on a woman's perspective. But what do Can you... Can I introduce one more person to you, though? He, he just chimed in. Uh, please report. Rose. Can I introduce something to you real quick? Rolling, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, yeah. Now, remember last episode when you guys came on our show, I kept, like, throwing shots and saying, not that we have anybody like that on our show. Right. Well, that's the guy I'm talking about right <laughs> now. Oh, rolling. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Oh, rolling. Just get called out right before you come in. <laughs> rolling like I just got here. I'm like, damn, I just got on the phone. Okay, Hold up, Start doing me. I didn't, want, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you all, so continue on. I just wanted to let you know Roland was in. Oh, no problem. No problem. But as men, you guys, it's a majority of men on the podcast, and of course you got Kat for the woman's perspective, but I want to know as men, what's your opinion on a man over the age of 20 lying about people he has slept with? Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, what a man does. 
Let's say you're a 40 year old man and you're married. You already got a side chick, but you still lied on your winky. <laughs> lie, explain the lying part. You claiming that you slept with someone that you haven't slept with. You know, oh, you see what I oh, gotta go through? Oh, no, you no, got no, 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 and, you had to break it all the way down. You're like, but what color is her hair? Hey, 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 man, that's it. I, like, like, this better fit you, too, man. You know, because people out there lying saying they might have smashed you. So, just pay attention. I know, I know, I know <laughs> I lied to you. You're going to try to throw back on camera. I mean, of course. People lie about fine things all the time. Everybody hey. got a Mercedes when they walk on. When things are valuable, of course they're going to lie about it. I want to know what type of lie was it the... How, how many people you have had sex with lie or you know and they I, give you I, I, I uh, astronomical know, number? No, I want to have a. I want you to ask answer this as grown men. When do you think the age cuts off? When you are too old? Don't you think in your forties? This is something men do in high school, right? The, uh, from a woman's perspective, from, yes. yeah. That, that, so when do when are you too uh, old to be lying on your penis? When does it become? Well, yeah. When is it ridiculous? Uh, well, I think I would say I, I think 75, 75. If you if you're still lying on your dick at seventy five, it's something wrong with you. Damn, we gotta wait to seventy five. <laughs> I mean, we halfway in the grave. Can we get look look younger? So, so, so it's me. It's me. In the senior home is when it's exactly. Okay. He don't <laughs> fuck, he don't <laughs> fuck Miss Bernice, but he really didn't. <laughs> I got Gladys. <laughs> Trying to trying to get Clarita's ring. But you do, but you do know STDs are higher in the old folk home. Just letting you know. In the nursing home, baby, baby yeah. She got something applauded in that nursing home. Hold on, dog. What you say? We can't hear you. Go ahead, dog. I say it's never okay. It's, it's never no okay to lie on your wink, wink. To even speak oh. on what you're doing in the bedroom, anyway. Thank you, go because I mean, it, it makes people curious too. Yeah, well, see, dog, see, dog is like thing. Sam Jackson, though. He he been old all his life, man. Everybody don't do that. <laughs> okay, so I, I want to ask individually, each each one, each young man. Now, Sly, how old yeah. should you stop lying on your dick? I I think you should have never started. Once you got your first piece, you should have never started lying on it. You should have just claimed claimed the territory you conquered if you tell it. If you tell it, you shouldn't be telling in the first place. This is true. Show some respect for that coochie. On the other side, on the other side of that, don't don't you don't never want to get around your boys or any male figure and say, yeah, I was with my girl last night or I smashed this honey because um, your dogs are snakes. No, no, no pun intended, big dog. You know exactly. No, no so, big dog, did so you smash you somebody's just, woman? Speak. Hold up, you just you, did he smash somebody's girl? <laughs> Big you, dog. Just keep it to yourself. <laughs> just, just 